Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning, this is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. We're coming into the fourth quarter of the year, and today's tip is about how to make sure your end-of-year review is a fabulous one. Now, I know that a number of organizations are reforming the annual review process, and for good reason. Everyone, and younger workers in particular, wants frequent feedback. No one should have to wait until November or December to figure out how they're doing and to have a meaningful conversation about career progress. I also have doubts about how meaningful an annual conversation can be. Since people have short memories, a big win scored in February has much less effect on an annual review than a big win or a big mistake made in October or November. In practice, an annual review is often a 30-day review, masquerading as something more comprehensive. However, I know many organizations are sticking with the annual review process, and if this includes yours, then you have a great opportunity over the next few weeks to shape the narrative. Here's how you can do this. First, remember that everyone likes numbers. Even when misused, numbers seem to make an objective case. So look back over the past year and see what numbers you can generate to show your impact. Maybe you launched a new section on your company's website and traffic is indeed up. The scientists among us might note that correlation is not causation, but for your purposes, this is a rise worth noting. Maybe in April, you killed a recurring meeting that wasn't accomplishing anything. Figure out how much money this has saved your company over the year. Five highly paid people's salaries for an hour a week over seven months adds up. Maybe you've managed to keep everyone on your team working with you all year. This 100% annual retention rate has prevented all kinds of turnover costs, costs you might be able to quantify by looking at other teams. So highlight this too. Even people who aren't directly in charge of PL can show numerical impact if they try. Second, collect testimonials and feedback. Ideally, your manager is doing this simultaneously, and she's talking with everyone you work with to see what they think you're excelling at and what you can improve upon. But no one will do as thorough a job as you will, and most managers aren't going to have these conversations until right before the deadline. So go ahead and talk to people now, ahead of schedule. And first, candid conversations are good in general at any point. I mean, wouldn't it be great to learn that the team member who seems to never respond to your emails would much prefer to communicate via text? Well, now you know, even if this has little to do with your actual performance. But the real upside is that if you're talking with everyone before they officially provide 360-degree feedback, you can shape the narrative. The sad truth is that most of us are stuck in our own little worlds. We aren't thinking that much about other people until we're forced to cough something up. If you nudge that process along, you can remind people of what's awesome about you, or at least what you'd like the powers that be to know. Third, solve any glaring problems. I'd like to think we're all aware of our weaknesses, but sometimes we aren't. And sometimes we don't think these weaknesses matter as much as other people think they do. And maybe your conversations with team members will surface issues that are hindering productivity. If you think about these issues now, you can address them in the window before your annual review. Perhaps a team member mentions that your habit of starting and ending meetings late 
is interfering with her ability to schedule things afterwards. Now, 10 minutes isn't a huge deal in the grand scheme of things. But here's the thing. In generally positive performance reviews, people tend to seize on small problems just to show they're being thorough. Rather than be upset about this, you can do something about any small complaints you learn about in the next few weeks. If you can show progress that you are addressing these issues, that's a much better story than just sticking your head in the sand. Finally, figure out what you'd like to ask for. While managers are supposed to be thinking about your career progress and your compensation, they can't know exactly what you'd like if you don't tell them. So if you'd like to be promoted in the next year, say so. If you'd like to get a larger raise, well, ask what you'd need to do for your manager to be comfortable with that. Propose some ideas. Everyone loves solutions. So make sure you have several options brainstormed ahead of time. If you do these steps, there's a good chance you'll have your best review ever. So if you're coming up on an annual review, spend some time today generating numbers, having conversations, and brainstorming future possibilities. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.